Oh, is it my turn? I actually don't know, but you keep going. <laughs> Just keep going, man. Okay. Just keep going. What up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring <laughs> filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast, we got not a lot of new pops. We just got one one new one and then a couple boxes that are coming out. Uh, we got two new Blu-rays coming our way this week. Uh, with Through the Wall news, we got some Batman casting news. We got uh, a new collectible policy, a hot topic. Got a new look for Sonic the Hedgehog and we're going to talk about our favorite Marvel creative dude. You could have just said Marvel creator. That's that would have been a lot easier than what I said. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> In this week's sneak peeks, we're going to talk about the new movies coming out. All of them are Disney. So the first one's Doolittle. What? No, it's just funny that they're all Disney. Yeah, so we got Doolittle, we got Jungle Cruise, and we got Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, Rose is going to update us with the box office of the week. And then for our main event of the evening, we are going to break down the Adams Family. Okay. Or Tim Burton's The Adams Family. No, it's not Tim Burton. It's yeah. not Tim Burton? No, he left the project a while ago, sadly. Gosh, damn I it. know. Dude, honestly, if it was Tim Burton, still Tim Burton, I think, uh, um, whoa, Saul Dark, man. <laughs> I know. Um, no, so if Tim Burton would have stayed with this, I feel the Adams Family would have been stop motion, which I would have loved to see. That would have been cool. I would have loved. Really cool. I don't hate the I don't hate at all how the Adams family looks in this movie. I hate the other characters how they look. Yeah. Um but I still would have loved to see a CG and a CGI, a stop motion uh Adams family movie. So hopefully maybe one day Tim Burton will decide to pick it up again. Sack up and deal with Disney yeah. shit. <laughs> Mate, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe in the next 10 years or 20 years, I don't know, we'll see. I don't know. How old is even Tim Burton? I don't know. Okay. Looks good for his age. I assume. I don't know what Tim Burton looks like. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if I know what, what Tim Burton looks like. What is wrong with you? Well, where do you want to start? I mean, yeah, that's true. You want to start with the prologue or chapter one? Uh, That's a good, that's a good question. Anyway, <laughs> let's get in the news. Let's do it. All right, first off with Adventures in Hunting, we got some new pop. We got one new pop figure and a couple boxes coming our way. So the, the first. I'm going to like start with like the boxes because the figure is like freaking awesome. Yeah, it kind of blows the boxes out of the water. Yeah. So the first box that we're going to talk about is the Nightmare Before Christmas box. Yes. Which is coming to... Box, not bo- box lunch. I'm sorry, Hot Topic. Hot Topic. 
Sweet. And that is actually going live the night we are recording. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Well, all right. So a little late on the game. Yeah, sorry. So if you wanted it, I hope you got it. <laughs> so what's so what's coming in this box? Um, so you're going to get a pair of Oogie Boogie's dices, dice, not dices. Sorry, a um, I don't know what that's supposed to be like a miniature version of a Jack in the Box. Oh, it, you remember the, like the creepy ones that they were giving oh, away yeah. to the kids? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, when they made their own um their own uh toys. Yeah, yeah, that was so awesome. <laughs> uh, and then we have a. I'm assuming it's probably like one of those like pullback cars that you pull back and release and it goes. Of uh, Jack in his kind of like uh card that he uses to get like all the Christmas decor from Christmas Town. Yes. Yeah. So, and then to top it all off, the pop that we get is of Santa Claus. Hell yes. That figure looks really cool. It does. I always really like the design that Tim Burton did on I did on too. Santa. And I mean, like the scene between him and Oogie Boogie is still just so funny. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that that movie to this day still like creeps me out. That's fair. I can understand that. The first time I watched that was in school, uh, in fourth grade. Really? Yeah, my teacher put it on. It was actually for Christmas. So that begs the question, is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? I like to think it's both. I agree, <laughs> but people still won't put that to ease. They either go for one side. It's never it's never both. I think it's like if anything, I think it's more Christmas. It is than because Halloween. it only takes place like during a couple hours of Halloween and then the rest is just Christmas time. Yeah. So if you really think about it, it's more of a Christmas movie. Yeah. But But anyway. Yeah. Uh the next box that we're gonna talk about is the Batman Beyond box, which this is uh kind of a bigger box. This I think this is seventy bucks. Yeah, you're right. Sixty nine ninety six. Damn straight. Look at you go. Yeah, so seventy bucks, and what you get in this is basically every episode of Batman Beyond. Yeah, so you get the complete series, and then for the pop, um, that looks metallic. That does look metallic. So you get a metallic Batman Beyond figure. That looks oh chrome Batman. Beyond oh, it's pop. chrome. Yeah, it's chrome. That's weird. I mean, it still has the red on it. Yeah, so maybe the the red's chrome, too. Well, looking at it close, the red looks chrome, too. Dude, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, I I love Batman Beyond, but I don't really have the extra $70 to drop on it. Yeah, 70 bucks is a, is a lot. Yeah. So yeah, so that's the the last box that we got, and that box is coming to um one second. Uh, looks like I actually don't even think it's. I don't know if it's actually exclusive to anywhere. They're they have it for pre order right now on Amazon. On Amazon. Yeah, but it doesn't say like an Amazon exclusive. Okay, well so that's it, cool. So it might just be, dude. It. So we read a sixty nine. Sixty nine ninety six, right? Went up to seventy nine ninety six now. What? Gay That's bullshit. Well, damn it. Well, now I'm not even gonna buy it even more. <laughs> it just went up ten bucks. Uh, 
Okay, and then last but definitely not least, the pop figure that is coming out soon. It's actually up for pre-order right now. Yeah, Caleb's about to shit himself. Is a Thanos? Is a metallic Thanos standing on skulls, snapping, snapping his freaking fingers? Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet complete. Oh my gosh, this looks fantastic. That figure is so cool. And you said it's less than thirty bucks. Yeah, it's yeah, it's well, it's basically thirty bucks. It's like twenty nine something, twenty twenty eight ninety nine. But let's That's, face it, after tax, you're going to be paying thirty bucks. Yeah, That's but worth it. It really is. That is so worth it. Seeing this now, I wish that um, you know, with the uh, Thor uh, versus Thanos movie moment they had, I wish that what uh, instead of like like. I like the position that they have it to where like he's just stabbing it into him. He's like, uh, but I would have loved if like another one that they released would had him about to like getting ready to snap his fingers. Didn't they? Oh no, I guess they didn't do that. No, with the Thor. Uh, no, the Thor one. He's just like holding, uh, Stormbreaker. Okay. So that would have just been so cool. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, can we make it like voice activated to where it says you should have gone for the head? <laughs> and then just motion in the hand and yeah. just snap. Can Uh-oh. you imagine that's like they like turn that into an alarm clock and like uh, Thanos raises his hand up and snaps and that's when your alarm goes off? Dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be so cool. Like I would wake up early to see that shit. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, this might be one I actually go after. Dude, same. I have to have this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So moving on to... Okay, wait, really quickly. Sorry, I just have to point this out. With the comic that's included in another version of it, does Thanos kind of look fat? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It looks like a couch potato. He does. (laughs) All those skulls are really going to his thighs. (laughs) Uh, okay, so moving on to Blu-rays, we got two new releases this week. We got The Lion King, and we got Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Yeah, so with The Lion King, no surprise here, we'll be getting a Best Buy exclusive steelbook, as well as a oh my goodness, Target uh, Digibook. So if I were to get one of these, it would honestly be the Target Digibook, even though like I try to get all my like Disney live action movies on Steelbook, but I guess I really can't say that anymore because I didn't get Aladdin on Steelbook. Which honestly, the front was just kind of plain for me. It was just the lamp. Do you feel that's kind of plain? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one here. Um. So with the Lion King, uh, where's the Digibook? Okay, the Digibook I think is really cool because it has Mufasa and Simba on the the rock that looks pretty cool i don't like the steel book like at all what's the steel book look like the that yeah yeah right that that's raunchy looking yeah (laughs) i like your choice of words (laughs) it's Uh, just like mufasa's head yeah oh no that's probably simba just simba that's probably simba i would assume oh I mean, I don't well, know. Well, that's kind of lame. But I think... 
Here, let me... Will it take me to the actual site? Damn it, no, it won't. Because I want to say the back actually looks pretty damn cool. But if I honestly had to choose one, I would choose the Target exclusive. I would too. But I'm probably just going to get this on regular Blu-ray. Because I liked it, but I didn't love it. So. Yeah. Kind of like how I was with Aladdin. Yeah, definitely. Exactly how I was with Aladdin. Um, and then after that, we got Wonder Woman Bloodlines, a new DC animated movie coming out. I know absolutely nothing about. Um, but that is getting a Target exclusive dig- Digibook Steelbook. <laughs> so that would be cool. Yeah. That's one I want to see. I don't know a lot about it either. I, want, I still want to go. I still want to see Teen Titans versus Teen Titans go first. Gah. What? That looks so dumb. It does look dumb, but it looks like <laughs> such a good time. That's what it looks like. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, those are the the two movies that are coming out. Uh, next, or so moving on to Through the Wall. Uh, Hot Topic has a new collectibles policy. Yeah. Here, let me pull that up right now. Because, honestly, I think this is actually a good idea. And so... Yeah, I didn't like the idea until you explained it to me. Yeah. So, starting October 18th, all collectibles will be final sale after seven days from purchase. Sorry for any convenience, and please feel free to contact us with any questions. So basically, what because I told Caleb because I I saw this in like comments before I told Caleb about this and he's and it's right. So I think Hot Topic's return policy before this on anything was like thirty days. So people would buy a Hot Topic exclusive pop, sit on it for thirty days, see if it goes up in value, and if it didn't, then they just return it. So honestly, for collectors, I think this is actually a really good idea. I do too. Because I mean, if you if you're going to buy a pop, you're not going to return it unless it's like damaged and you're going to notice that in like seven days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I honestly think this is a great idea. I applaud Hot Topic and I hope that like Box Lunch and other places follow in suit. Isn't that the word? I think that's the, the word. We'll just go with it. I wonder if this is going to affect how they stock the exclusives. Because I don't imagine yeah, that it would. I don't think it will, but I mean, I guess only time will tell. Yeah, because Hot Topic exclusives don't usually end up going up value like a whole ton. Uh, Sometimes they do. Like which ones? I know like one that uh definitely went up in value was Falcon from Civil War. Oh, yeah. He was a bitch and a half to try and find. Yeah, I was, I was so lucky that uh, so... I could not find him at any of the stores when he first came out, so I was able to get him for I think twenty bucks on eBay a couple weeks after he came out, and I think he goes for like what, like fifty bucks now? Yeah, he goes for quite a bit. <laughs> and so I'm grateful I was able to get him because I love that pop. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty great. So yeah, so thank you, Hot Topic, for making collecting a little bit better for everyone. Yes, thank you. Uh, next up, we got Batman castings. We got Zoe Kravitz cast as Catwoman. I really want to know if the reason why they did this was because she played Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Probably. That's they're just I'm, like, I'm bam, betting. easy casting. 
Like, who should we? And okay, someone, if that's someone the case. has a joke, it's like, why don't you just get Zoe Kravitz? And they're like, yes. If that's the case, Conan should be playing the Riddler because Conan played him. <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome. I honestly would pay money to see Conan O'Brien as the Riddler. <laughs> Jim Carrey, eat your heart out. That's all I can say. Oh my gosh. Um, and then the other bit of casting news we got Paul Dano or Dano. It's one I don't know how to pronounce. I'm just it. gonna say Paul Dano. There we so go. So Paul Dano was cast as the Riddler, which I think is great because I've so I don't remember him in Prisoners, but I do remember him in Little Miss Sunshine. And even though like he barely talked in the movie, he was so fantastic, especially towards the end. That, yeah, I can't freaking wait to see him play the Riddler. It's going to be pretty awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, I swear this that dude was in Cowboys vs. Aliens. I've never seen Unless that he movie. has, like, a twin. I don't know. Uh, didn't that movie suck? Well, that's besides the point. Oh, okay. I'm sorry <laughs> you had to watch that, then. Didn't you go see it with me? No, I've never seen Cowboys vs. Aliens. I went and saw it with someone. Who did yeah. I go see it with? Was it your dad? No. James? No. Did I go by myself? I probably went by myself. Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Did you hang out with Lish at all? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, hell. No, I did not. No, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. He's he's okay now. Yeah, listen. Yeah, listen for you. <laughs> and I don't know if you were hanging out with Christian at that point. Uh, kinda, dude. I think so, I might have gone by myself. Kind of like how you went and saw Winnie the Pooh by yourself. Yeah, I don't make good decisions on the movies I go to see by myself. There's nothing wrong with. I, I it's saw just the, lonely. I saw the Joker the first time by myself. Yeah, I did too. Oh yeah, that's true. You did. Oh yeah, I forgot. Brielle didn't go with you. You gonna take her to go see it? Does she want to go see it? I don't know if she wants to go see it. I think it might be too dark of a movie for her. It's it's pretty damn dark. <laughs> like damn. Yeah, I I I might have a little bit more convincing to do, but I think I can eventually talk her into it. Do it. <laughs> let her know how phenomenal walking phoenix is hell yeah um all right moving on to our next bit of news because that's all that we got in batman uh well okay wait sorry can i add one more thing with batman yeah so did you see what robert pattinson said about being batman something about not being a hero yeah like how batman doesn't always know what he's if what he's doing is good or bad, like he's never playing for the good side really. And I'm just like, it's it's an interesting way to think about Batman. Batman, I think always knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Ben Affleck's Batman, you're just killing people left and right. Yeah. Ben Affleck's (laughs) Batman didn't give a shit. Like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, you like That's honestly an interesting thought. when we saw Batman v Superman the first time like honestly when ba- when we see Ben Affleck first fighting people I'm just like are we sure this is Batman this isn't like a guy pretending to be Batman Yeah like 
dude, he freaking like stabs some dude. He branded a dude too. Yeah. <laughs> like holy shit. Dude, I thought at first when they were talking about the Bat brand, yeah. I was like, "There's no way that they're that that's a, a real Batman." Like, I thought that this was going to be like a Ben Affleck's Batman copycat. Yeah, that's just taking it too far, and that and that. that was a dude, ter- I swear I shut that window. It's <laughs> a little terrifying. Yeah, that sounded more like a howl than <laughs> that wind. Did. Well, we're gonna die. <laughs> Great, and we got ominous lighting, too. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was going to be like a copycat Batman that's taking things too far that the real Batman was going to hunt down. Yeah. But no, it was like the real Batman. <laughs> okay, speaking of branding, have you ever seen any of the Jackass movies? Yes. Have you seen Jackass number two? Are you talking about the the dick brand? <laughs> yeah. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> I just love when he shows his mom and she's just like, oh my gosh, you're going to have that for life. You're going to have that for life. No shit. <laughs> uh, or Ryan's reaction. He's just like, oh, I was afraid. You know, I was going to burn my best friend. And she's just like, well, why did you do that? Because it was funny. It's not funny. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I love those movies. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's an interesting concept that yeah. he's talking so about. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see his take on the Batman. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see his interaction with Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, that is going to be very interesting. So I really want to know if like the Riddler is the main villain of this movie, or is there just going to be a bunch of villains? Yeah, apparently what? this is following some Batman storyline where the villains are... Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman. Ooh. So, I think it's going to be following those three as the villain. And maybe Catwoman ends up being like an anti-hero. Okay. And just kind of like... I'm just very interested to see who they're going to cast as Penguin then. Because now that Jonah Hill's out... Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. But, not quite as interesting... As the new Sonic redesign. Oh, so you mean like the actual real Sonic? Yeah, the real Sonic. <laughs> oh my gosh. This looks so much better. I'm still not a fan of like how like furry he looks. I can let that go. Yeah, okay, I can too. Because, yeah, I really do like the face. It actually really... Did they change the shoes too? I think they changed the shoes. <sighs> if... They also gave him gloves. Good. Yeah, like, this is, like, video game accurate Sonic. It's about time. He's just a little, like, he's a little furry. Which, like I said, I'm fine with. I am, like, 100% yeah, fine with. Yeah, they gave him with. gloves. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I This think looks they... so much better than the freaking... Yeah, it looks like they gave him new shoes, too. Yeah, Who's they're not, like, like, well, they just don't look like, like Nikes anymore. They look more a lot a lot flatter. Yeah. Yeah, they look a lot better. Yeah, this Now that is Sonic. Damn right it is. Thank you. Everything else about this like the trailer, I want to see this Sonic in motion. Yeah. But everything like from what I've seen versus the original looks so much better. 
so much better. Yeah, the original didn't even look like freaking Sonic. Yeah, like it just looked like a blue fuzzy. It's like I'm sorry, I get person. what you're trying to do, but you can't make Sonic look like an actual hedgehog. No, you can't. Like, <sighs> actually, I would have almost preferred like a live action just hedgehog <laughs> versus what they did. That was like a monstrosity. Yeah, that was a that was a monstrosity. Yeah, and a lot of people were talking about these, some of these leaks being fake, but they were I also don't know, saying that looks pretty realistic. They so what they were saying is that so one guy apparently who's worked for like a big production studio like that, yeah, has said that they will release, they'll quote unquote leak images, yeah, to get like a reaction out of the public to see if it if it's positive or if it's negative. Oh, okay. So I don't think that they are 100 I think they just barely finished the redesign. We're able to throw some stuff together and they're like, "All right, let's see how this goes." And then they did this the leak. For me it's a two thumbs up. Yeah. I still think this movie's going to be complete shit. But Okay, I won't we say complete saw complete shit. Okay, a so compl- like, okay, a compl- what's a complete shit movie for you? The Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay, do you think it's going to be as bad as Super Mario Brothers? Probably not. That movie was just bad. Yeah, it was really bad. So okay, it, well, I'm playing I, devil's advocate here a little okay, bit because okay. I, I I believe that they can. They can make Sonic work. Yeah, but if they make Sonic work, just think they're gonna try. They're probably gonna try Mario again. Oh wait, aren't isn't Illumination working on a Mario movie right now? I don't know. I thought that's what I heard. I would much prefer an animated Mario over a live yeah. Let's action not Mario. do it. Let's. Can we just like stop with the live action video game movies altogether? Yeah, unless they're based off of real people. Yeah. Because I feel like... Like Assassin's Creed. Or Uncharted. Yes, or The Last of Us. That would make a... I I haven't played that game, but I hear it would make a killer movie. That would be... Dude, what if... We should do that one after R100. Video games that would make good movies? Or... No, that should be the next game. Oh, review The Last of Us. Yeah. I'm down. So... I th- I'm not sure if they've noticed, or you guys have noticed, but every 50 episodes, we try, or we're gonna try and break down a video game. Yeah, because v- 50 gives us a little less than a year to complete a game. Mm-hmm. So the first one we did was Spider-Man for PS4. Then we did, or so I was gonna say, then we did, but yeah, I was like, we, we haven't, haven't even, even done it yet. <laughs> The next one we're going to do is Red Dead Redemption 2 for oh, episode 100. Yeah. And we're going to try and come up with something special for that one. We should film it in Cowboy Get Up. Oh my gosh, she's actually going for this. We'll talk about it. Shit. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> um, I can't yeah, pull off so the cowboy maybe, hat, man. So... <laughs> So maybe one episode one fifty will do I'm down for the last of us. Yeah, because that's one I haven't played. When does part two come out? Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. But yeah, so we can save that for two hundred. <laughs> yeah, we can save that for two hundred. 
Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Dude, by 150, my kid will be born. Yeah, that's true. Actually, and I actually mapped it out. Episode 100, I think, is going to come out in ju- January. Okay. So it's like right before my baby's born. Aww. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. By episode 500, she'll be a guest. Not a guest. She'll be a full-on member. Dude, she's probably going to be in it even before that. Hell yeah. Like, she's probably not going to be, obviously not be talking and giving her opinions on shit, but she'll just be in the room with us. Like, and if we start filming these more and more. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> At least we got cuteness factor on our side. Damn straight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, new Sonic. Digging it. No, I am too. Um... Not much else to say about him. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to a little bit of Marvel news. The great Kevin Feige has been promoted to Chief Creative Officer of Marvel. And... In charge of everything now, bitches. Hell yeah, he is. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so now instead of just being in charge of the movies and the MCU, he will be in charge of movies... TV shows and comic books. Darn it, not video games. I don't know if he's a, he'd be in charge of video games, but I I think that would fall under his my his rule. I would say so. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that this doesn't put too much on him. I hope so too. Like, I hope he still has, like... Because the last thing we need is that man leaving. Yeah, exactly. Or just getting overwhelmed with with everything so his his art suffers. Yeah. Because that would suck. That would very much suck. So, yeah. But congratulations, Kevin yes, Feige. Yes, congratulations, Feige. We Woo! are excited to see what you do with, with Stanley's baby. Yep. So now that you've done a Hawkeye TV show, can we also get a Hawkeye movie? <laughs> I'm fine if it's just a Kate Bishop movie. I feel that would, that would be a really good lead-in. The show to the movie? Yeah, that's what they're doing. Oh, they haven't announced a movie yet. Yeah, but they announced that a lot of the shows are going to tie into the movies. Oh. So they say that if it is like a passing of the torch, anytime Hawkeye's in a movie after that, it's going to be Kate Bishop. Excuse me, princess. I'm just kidding. Screw you! (laughs) (laughs) Can they just announce, though, like, who's going to be Kate Bishop already? I really hope it's Haley Steinfeld, please! Uh, I think that's all we got for Through the Wall. Let's move on to this week's sneak peeks. So, oh, first... sorry, I thought next was what's in the box. I'm sorry. Nope, not yet. My bad. I apologize. <laughs> All right, so the first sneak peek that we got is Doolittle featuring Robert Downey Jr. They really just wanted to do with the doctor, do away with the doctor. Yeah, even though they call him Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, but whatever. The movie looks good. It does. Um. I think it's interesting that they're taking a more serious approach with the Doolittle character. But as much as I love Robert Downey, I'm I'm still missing Eddie Murphy a little bit. I appreciate the more serious approach. I do to too. Him. But but 
I can see where you're coming yeah. from. I, I just love Eddie Murphy so much in those movies. Eddie yeah. Murphy's great. We haven't seen him for a while. He does. It seems like he's kind of doing like a lot of like like indie stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I think like his new movie that just came out like either this week or last week like got killer reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. So yeah, we'll have to check that one out. Uh, the next movie we got is Jungle Cruise, featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. So, in my opinion, Emily Blunt is killing it in this movie. She is fantastic. I'm not completely sold yet on The Rock in this. Uh, I don't know. I kind of liked him. I did. I did too. But I'm not completely sold yet on his character. I need one more trailer yeah. to be completely sold. Okay. Is it like is it just the comedy stuff? A little bit, and like I don't know why some of his acting felt like a little choppy in some parts. Was it on like the boat ride? Yeah, I think it was supposed to. Oh, okay. Well, if it was supposed like, to, it really it... wasn't that funny. <laughs> At least in my opinion. Well, I don't think it was supposed to be. At no. least not to like the people on the boat. Because okay. you like you saw like a lot of those things were fake. Yeah. Okay. Did like the hippo was fake. Yeah. Okay. So in the trailer, did it seem like there was a problem with the audio for a second? When he was looking at like the natives, he's just like, oh, those like darn Nate, and like it just like cut for a minute. Like he didn't finish the last word that he was going to. I didn't catch that, okay, but I'm, I did. I'm... Like you saw him mouthing to one of the guys, right? Maybe it was that. I didn't know that he was supposed to be mouthing. I thought like the audio just cut off. Gosh, I'm stupid. Yeah, you are. Shit, dude. We're supposed to be (laughs) semi-pro professional critics. And I say semi because we we don't have any like... And sometimes we're too nice. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't think... I think we've gotten past that. Yeah, okay. At least I've... I feel we've we've gone done good at There's like one movie that I I look back and I think we should have been a lot harder on. Which one? The Last Jedi. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh So yeah. So eh, I think a lot of your issues is just shit you didn't catch. <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess so. <laughs> I'm tired, okay. <laughs> so Okay, <laughs> and then the last trailer that we're going to talk about is from Disney Plus, and yeah. it's the Lady and the Tramp. Got a lot of new footage on it. Got to see a I, lot more. Yeah, I actually, I really loved this trailer. It was good. The only problem I had some of the uh, the mouth sinking or like animation on the mouth didn't look the greatest. Yeah, they just need to I'll work on that. that. Yeah. But other than that, it looks great. It does. I think they did really well with giving a lot of emotion in the face. They did. Which is something that Lion King was lacking. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Yeah, it was just, ve- like, there were just very, like, blank stares, and then they're emotional. It was all, trying to be all in the voice, but you can't do it all in the voice. Yeah, no, you it's really like can't. It's, like, in the face, too. And I think that's what this trailer did really well. It gave motion into the the eyes also was pretty funny mm-hmm. that joke about the oh so are you two twins that's my wife buddy <laughs> like oh shit 
<laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty good. I'm excited for this. I am too. Like I really am. This yeah. might is so this comes out like the day that Disney Plus arrives, right? Doesn't it? I'm pretty sure it's a day one release. Okay. Then this might be actually the first thing that I watch on Disney Plus, honestly. Same here. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go back and watch some of like the older Marvel shows. Yeah, dude, did you I didn't even like every single season of The Simpsons is being released on Disney Plus. No shit. Yeah. Holy balls. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to bi- I squeaked there. I'm so sorry. I cannot wait to bin I don't know if I can really binge watch that much of The Simpsons, but I nevertheless I'm very excited. Yeah. I I'm excited to watch. I've been like craving to watch the uh, Spider-Man from the '90s. Yeah, like, so I want to watch that again. Yes, that is one of the to me. That's one of the best cartoons ever made. Oh, absolutely! I love that series so much. That w- I can thank that series um, for introducing me to the Hobgoblin and making me making him become one of my favorite Spider-Man villains because of that series i'd love to minute i agree i'm not a huge fan of hobgoblin but he was he's I mean, pretty good i mean the green goblin was is, is cooler and he was a lot cooler in that show anyway oh, yeah. but still i think what they did with hobgoblin was great and also what they did with dr octopus yes. he was fantastic he was awesome all right well i think that covers this week's sneak peeks let's move on to what's in the box Aren't we supposed to rank the trailers? Ah, that's right. Gosh damn it. Come on, Caleb. All right. One through three. One, Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Two, Jungle Cruise. Three, Doolittle. Ah. I'm a little different. I'm actually more excited for Doolittle. Wow. And then Lady and the Tramp. And then... And then Jungle Cruise. Hating on Blunt, huh? What? I'm just kidding. I freaking love Emily Blunt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> asshole. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Screw you. <laughs> All right. Now let's move on to what's in the box. All right. So in number one, no surprise, Joker did honestly amazing for its second weekend. Uh, I think it only dropped 40%, which is amazing. I uh, brought in another fifty-five million, over fifty-five million, in number two, which was actually this movie. The Adams Family actually overperformed. Did it? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> uh, it grossed thirty million, and I think it only costed them like twenty million to make. It costed. It, co- it cost MGM. <laughs> shut up, asshole. <laughs> it cost MGM twenty million to make. I'm gonna have. I'll check that out after this really quickly. Uh, number three. Definitely underperformed. Poor Will Smith. Gemini Man, which grossed over $20 million. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad for Will Smith. Uh, number four, we got Abominable, which grossed another $6 million. And in num- at number five, we got Downton Abbey, which brought in almost $5 million. Bloody hell. That movie's been in top five for a really long time. It has. Do I plan on seeing it? No, because I've never seen the show. Hell nah. Dude, Braille watches that show. It's so boring. Kind of like Grey's Anatomy? 
Yeah. I'm so, I It's like a lot of stuff that I don't understand. Like I respect you if you can get into Grey's Anatomy, but I just can't. It's boring to Ugh. me. <laughs> it just drags in. It's it, the same drama. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it so okay, so the budget for the Adams family was forty million. And it's already grossed thirty nine million. Nice. That's really good. That's way good. And it doesn't have a lot of... Com- and there's really no other family movies out there right now. So I think up until Halloween, I think the Addams Family could make a pretty good killing. Hmm. Not the Megaplex. So good job, MGM. <laughs> Released at the perfect time. All right. Well, I think that covers everything we got in news. I think it's time we move on to our main event of the evening. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Alright, moving on to our main event of the evening. We are going to be breaking down the Adams family. Come on, you have to do it, right? Well, duh. I was I was putting some stuff into uh, the, our track or rating platform stuff. Rating platform stuff. What is it? Yep. <laughs> I was just putting like the title. I uh, forgot to put all the the info in. Screw you. <laughs> all right. So for those of you that are new to our breakdown system, oh, I also forgot to say I was gonna like we we're gonna do message from the bros, but I forgot to post something. And you know, it, we had a well. It's not like a great question, but we we were just gonna ask like, who's your favorite Adams family member? <laughs> I feel that's a good question. It is a pretty good question. <laughs> so kudos to Caleb for failing. Whatever. <laughs> you could have posted. I it know. Too. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, that that's my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. So for those of you that are new to our breakdown system, we split a movie into eight different categories. We talk about the story, we talk about the writing, the acting, the character development, we rate the music, the effects, the costumes, and then after that, give it a final genre grade. Which I think this is like a animated family. Yeah. (laughs) Get it, family. Wink, wink. (laughs) That was dumb. All right, so first off, let's get into the story. So for those of you that also don't know, this is a spoiler review, so we are going to be getting into spoilers right now. Yes. So so before I start reading this off, because it doesn't like start with this beginning, but okay. So the beginning when Morticia's like getting ready for hers and Gomez's wedding, I don't know if I should have left, but the part where she uses her mom's ashes as like her, like, I, I forget like her, like, uh, her eye glitter or whatever. Her eye glitter. Or I don't know. Dude, there's a word for it. I forget oh, what it's shit, called. <laughs> Damn it. Braille. I'm just kidding. Um, but so yeah, so she uses her mom's ashes for her eyes, and then she uses her dad's ashes for blush on her cheeks. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I shouldn't laugh, but it was funny, dude. Like that's just like the fun yeah, shit of that, Adam's family. Like that was just great. I'm like, whoever thought of that, like, kudos to you because that was funny. 
All right, so Gomez and Morticia Adams are chased away with the rest of the Adams clan during their wedding ceremony by an angry mob that disapproves of their macabre nature. Macabre? Yeah, macabre. Okay, yeah, macabre nature. Uh, Gomez and Morticia decide to move to New Jersey place where no one would be caught dead in that was pretty funny dude that was hilarious i leaned over to brielle and i was like i also would have accepted florida true well no because disneyland's in florida yeah but that's like the only yeah but still people are gonna live in florida because of disneyland Uh, come on it's disney all right fair enough come on man uh, there, Gomez, Morticia, and Thing find their perfect home in an abandoned and haunting a haunted asylum on a hill where they meet Lurch, an escaped mental patient whom they immediately recruit as their butler. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty great. Lurch was awesome in this. Yeah, Lurch was great. Like, I already liked Lurch from the show. Like a lot. See, I never watched the show. I only watched uh, the movies. I didn't watch it as religiously as I le- as I used to watch uh, Hulk. Yeah, okay. Hulk. But I would watch it every once in a while, or at least I catch can... like the ass end of it. Yeah, I want to buy the whole set just to watch it. I'm oh, gonna... uh, Brielle, do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah, I do. Uh, Brielle says that season one and season two of the Adams Family is on Hell Amazon yes. Prime. And I want to watch it just to kind of get like a a refeel for yeah. the original. Yeah. Um. All right. So thirteen years later, the Adams family has since then lived their gloomy lives in isolation from the outside world. Gomez prepares his son Pugsley for his upcoming mazurka. I th- okay, kind of like going back. I thought it was in, like I thought like the whole like how they played it off in pictures of like Pugsley and Wednesday growing up through the years. I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I like how you never you got like an origin of like Morticia and Gomez. Yeah, I liked that a lot in this movie, cause um, cause yeah, I don't think they ever explained that in the movies, right? I don't think they ever did. Yeah, cause uh, um, cause I saw it with uh Sammy, uh, one of our uh, our friends, um, <laughs> we'll tag her in this. <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> we'll tag you, Sammy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. So yeah, so like once the uh, movie starts up, she's like, "Yeah, is it bad that I don't know anything about the origin of the Adams family?" I'm like, "I don't know either," and she's like, "Oh, so this is gonna be a learning experience for both of us." Yeah, it's because no one knew the origin story yeah. of the Adams so family. So I'm wondering if like MGM just made it up as they went, or if this is actually how um, I forget who made the Adams family. If that's how he actually, wrote I think it. it started off as a show. Well, no, so, it started off as a comic. As a comic, uh huh. Yeah, because how they uh, look in this movie is how they originally looked in the comic series. I didn't know they were a comic series. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just based off of the show. No. Uh-uh. Uh, so, yeah, okay. so that's why, like, I remember when they first uh, put out the poster for this movie and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, why the hell do they look like that? And I knew of, like, the comic series before this. So, like, for the whole time, I'm just thinking, like, actually, like, MGM's doing it right. They're making them look like they originally looked in the cartoon. This is great. I'm going to Google that while you keep talking. Okay. Because I want to see how they how they looked. Like, they kill, They especially killed how Gomez looks. Um, Let's see. Sorry. Uh, Gomez prepares his son Pugsley for his upcoming mazurka, a rite of passage that every Adams family member takes. 
Okay, I really want to, like, the mazurka, like, looks absolutely terrifying, and, like, how the hell are you supposed to remember all that sword work? Huh. What? That is pretty accurate. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? I can't believe even Uncle Fester looked like that. Yeah. Okay, I dig it. Yeah, right? So... Yeah, do you think you would have been able to memorize all those moves for your mazurka? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Dude, I could. I, I have the worst memory on planet Earth. Like, I wouldn't have been able to memorize shit. And the fact that Gomez was able to pull it off flawlessly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if that, that begs the question, how did Fester do then? Beats me. I want to see now. Can we get like a, like a little, like a... Just like a short film of like how their both their mazurkas <laughs> went. I, I'm interested. Uh, see, Morticia struggles to keep their daughter Wednesday from wanting to experience the world outside of the mansion after a balloon and confetti appear on their property. I also loved um, the um, how they kept because I can't remember if it, if it was like this. It wasn't really like it in the Adams family values, but I can't remember if it was in like the Adams family, like how like Wednesday, like she's not always trying to kill Pugsley, but you know, she definitely, you know, wants to get rid of him because she wants to be the only child. Yeah. I think it's funny how he's always like tied to some death machine. Yeah. Or, you know, she like buries him alive. And I, I just love how she's just like, Mother, I finally got rid of the Pugsley problem. We're good to go. She's like, go and bury your brother right now. <laughs> Dude, I loved when the balloon was coming down. And she's just like, here, I've, I've got something for you. And then he's like, it's like a grave. Yeah. And then Pugsley's like walking over to it. And she's like, now shut your eyes. And then he sees the, the balloon. And then it follows the balloon. And you just hear, ting. <laughs> <laughs> freaking great can you imagine though if pennywise would have popped out dude that's like my favorite like little shout out like because when she brings it in and she's like what do you have there and they're like that's weird there's usually a killer clown that that was pretty funny it was in the trailer but it's still a funny joke yeah it still made me laugh yeah it's still it's still funny I think this movie did really good at not giving away all of its laughs. It didn't, yeah. It, it didn't even it, give away any of, like, the good ones either. Yeah. Like, which... I think they definitely gave away the killer clown at the end of the balloon one. Yeah. Other than that, they didn't But really there, there were actually jokes. some pretty good jokes in this one. Like, uh, when, uh, more, uh, sorry, not Morticia, uh, Gomez is telling Pugsley to empty his, like, pockets of all of his explosives and you just see he's just like get rid of all your m80s you know all this shit and like you see this like i mean it's animated so it makes sense but you're just thinking like how the hell can you fit all that in your shorts (laughs) (laughs) like seriously i really like that like a lot like if when you're you'll keep going but all of the Adams family stuff, like all of the dark, yeah, the darker humor. That was great. That stuff was awesome. Yeah, That's when they got into the lighter stuff, that was yeah, like, like the whole like you know like the trying to you know like maybe people have changed and all this shit. I'm like, I don't no come to an cares. Adams family <laughs> movie for this shit. We come for the crazy dark shit <laughs> yeah. that we never get to see in real life. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh. Dude, one of uh, Brielle's favorite things, like about the design of 
Wednesday. Yeah. Was that her hair was tied into nooses. Yeah. What I also found funny is like towards the beginning, one of the pictures, it actually shows her like seeing how she can tie her hair into like stuff like that. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> oh. All right. So elsewhere, reality TV host Margot Needler, who is building a perfect planned community called Assimilation. Okay. When I that first. Was a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> did. Wait, did, okay, you've seen Over the Hedge, right? Yeah. Didn't Allison, Allison Janney also play the... A real estate agent? Yeah, yep, okay. she sure did. Because <laughs> when they like first showed like the whole image of the town, I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm getting like a huge Over the Hedge vibe right now. Dude, it was the same freaking role. Yeah, but she was a lot funnier in Over the Hedge, I think. I think she was too. Yeah. But Allison like, Janey's like freaking perfect. Yeah, she because I especially like just because she did better in Over the Hedge doesn't mean she did a bad job. No, in she this. did. No, she she was no, she was really good in this. I mean, she was you know, of course, you hated her character, but you were supposed to because you know she's trying to basically change the atoms from who they are. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So, uh, sorry. Okay, so. Margot Needler, who is building a perfect planned community uh, called Assimilation, discovers the Adams family's household and becomes determined to rid the town of it when the family refuses to change. Okay, I can't remember. Is what is? Why did they say the fog um, disappears from their house? Because someone drained the marsh. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. I couldn't remember. Uh, Wednesday then meets Margot's neglected daughter Parker and convinces Morticia to let her attend junior high school. Dude, Parker sucked. Yeah, which sucks because Ellie Fisher, who voiced her, is a really good actress, young actress. Mm-hmm. So it sucks. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> not she... a great character. I was like, you're. <sighs> Like, her whole, like, she wanted to be, like, Wednesday, but she kept posting everything. She's, like, everything I hate Yeah, young people. Oh, my, like, literally. Like, I'm, I, go- I'm a young person, but someone who posts all the time is just, like, this is my new look, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, like, Or, like, the part up. where she's, like, uh, when they first go to the Adams family's uh, mansion, and she's, like, streaming the whole thing, and she's, like, oh, if I don't make it out alive, if this doesn't get posted, you know why? I'm, like, I literally rolled my eyes. I'm, like... Dude, anytime she was doing shit like that, I'm like, just stop. Can we just get back to the atoms, please? You're the worst. Uh, I'm like, just Wednesday, go kill her. <laughs> Damn, okay. Dude, she was awful. She was. And what f- was so dumb, why the hell if uh, Margot didn't want her daughter to be around Wednesday, why did she let her over? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I was just like, what the hell? Like, you have no control over what goes on in your own home. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Pugsley struggles with the complicated traditions and pressure of his mazurka, even with the guidance of Gomez and Uncle Fester. So, I was telling Caleb this. I always thought Uncle Fester lived with them. But I guess he just comes and visits often, kind of like Grandma. He lived with them. Okay. Did Grandma too, or did Grandma just come and visit? Okay, so I think, like, Cousin It and Grandma. Yeah. I think they came in 
with the later seasons. Oh, okay. and maybe that's why it's like they're just visiting. Okay, all right. Okay, that makes sense. Like that's that's what I think. I okay. mean, don't quote me on that, but no, you're good. I'll do some research on that. I, I just definitely need to watch this show, the original show. Um, at school Wednesday, defends Parker from a school bully named Bethany and befriends her. Bethany sucks. Yeah. Later on, the two discuss their frustrations and change their dressing habits. I, th- the part where Wednesday like first shows up with the clip in her hair, like how they react is freaking hilarious. The, uh, what was it with? Uh, yeah, she, uh, Marticia was the first one. She's just like, I appreciate a horse with a spike in its head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't appreciate the pink or something like that. Yeah, oh, that was pretty funny. Um, Parker becomes more gothic and Wednesday dresses more colorfully. Yeah, that was very interesting seeing her in a full That pissed me off. Yeah. So much. (laughs) I'm just like, no. It's... Dude, like... Wednesday never changes. Yeah, no. None of the Adams do. Yeah. Like, something that I remember... I was so... It was a couple weekends ago. Um... The Adams Family Values was on. I love that movie. So yeah, much. It was when she's in the like when they go into the cabin. Yeah, to kind of like get told how, like they need to cooperate oh, more. Yeah. Are watching Disney movies when she comes out. Even like when she's <laughs> just like when she's she like smile to... and she's like, and then she like, like it looks like she's struggling yeah. and then she gives like the most genuine smile. Yeah, freaking creepy. <laughs> Oh, now look at that smile. She's scaring me. <laughs> I was going on the Adam's Family Values. Wednesday is savage in that movie. Remember when they're lying up to like do like the training of like swimming and rescuing, and uh, the girl's just like, "Is that your is that your swimsuit?" And she's like, "Is that your overbite?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the best one is when they're like, "Oh, you know, like uh, let's do life saving buddies uh, Wednesday," and uh, I for- I forget her name. But she's just like, oh, they're like, oh, you know, you'll be partners. And the girl's just like, oh, I'll be the victim. And Wednesday's like, all your life. <laughs> dude, dude, that's that's the Wednesday I love. <laughs> yeah. And it, didn't Christina Ritchie play her in? The, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was fantastic. Dude, she's But awesome. Chloe Grace Moretz also did a great job voicing her in this movie. The monotone was perfect. It, yeah, it was. But yeah, I just remember her being freaking savage. Dude, she was in that movie. Oh, I loved it. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so they um so Parker becomes more gothic and Wednesday dresses more colorfully to the shock of their mothers. After an argument with Morticia, Wednesday decides to run in secret and stay with Parker while which Pugsley inadvertently tells Morticia. It was pretty funny when Pugsley tries to hypnotize <laughs> Morticia. <laughs> that was pretty great. No, that was pretty funny. Uh, one of my the my favorite things that happened when Wednesday came in dressed a little bit more colorfully. Yeah, is when Morticia saw her and she turned red, and then a bat comes and yes, sucks the so funny. Her. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Uh, like that's the that's the shit of from this movie that I love. Yeah, I loved the just the weird Adams family shit. Yeah, like if like the whole movie was just that, 
I would have freaking loved this movie. Yeah, but it was just the the extra stuff that like. Yeah. And we I, haven't even really gotten into we that. We haven't. But I love the part where uh, Wednesday is about to leave. Like, you kind of have, like, a sweet brother and sister moment between her and Pugsley. A little, kinda. like, kind of like in an Adam's way. Because he's just like, well, then who who's going to torment me, like, every day? It, I don't know. It was just kind of sweet. It's like, yeah. I mean, like, like, you don't. Like you said, in the Adam's family kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Wednesday and Parker discover a secret room under Parker's house, revealing that Margot has been planting hidden cameras in every house she designed in town. Dude, freaking creepy. Yes. But... No, okay, I'll wait till we get towards the end, because there's, like, certain things that uh the townsfolk did that I'm just like... There's one that I'm just like, you know what? I know this is stupid, but I kind of want to try it, just to see. Is it the sitting backwards <laughs> yeah, on the it, toilet? It is. <laughs> You creep. <laughs> I know I'm a creep, but I just want to try it. At least once in my life. <laughs> At least once in my life. Come on. Oh my gosh. So, Margot catches the two and locks them in the attic. It's stupid. Like, honestly, they should, she should. Couldn't they have just climbed out the damn window? They totally could have. Whatever. Uh, but Wednesday breaks them out with what? What did she use? Like one a of the, hair clip. Yeah, I was. I think it was one of Margot's. Not Margot. Uh, uh, Parker's. Parker's hair clips. <clears throat> Making use of the InstaMob app. Really, InstaMob app. Yeah, that was friggin' retarded. Uh, Margot rallies an angry mob to attack the mansion, just as Grandmama, her sister Sloom, cousin It. And the entire Adams family clan arrives for Publies, Publies, Pugsley, Pugley, Pugsley's Mazurka. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bloody hell. Okay, they kind of lie about this because Grandmama came before her sister Sloom, cousin it, and the rest came. She was there before because she was there to help with, uh, uh, Pugsley's Mazurka. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know why they're saying that she came the same time Sloom and Cousin It did. Well, it's because it was like a day early. Ah, but still. Well, whatever. Uh, during the mazurka, Pugsley fails miserably in front of the whole family, but Gomez reassures him that he is an Adams nonetheless. That was that was a cute father-son moment. Mm-hmm. The mob, although the kid can grow quite a mustache. And, well, no, a beard. Like, I wish I could grow that kind of a beard when I was 12. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how old Pug... Would you say he was probably, like, in that range? I'd say about... Like, probably, like, 10 to 12? That's about what he looked And at. then, like, how old do you think Wednesday was? 13 or 14? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, The mob arrives, fl- flinging boulders, severely damaging the house and trapping the family inside. Pugsley uses his love of bombs and destruction to defend his family and manages to destroy the mob's catapult. I thought that was kind of a cool moment. It was cool. Yeah. I didn't really care for any of that, though. I I mean, did he... I can't remember. Did Pugsley... Was he really that into explosives in the other versions? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it worked him for Him and Wednesday... I like, the way I always imagined it, him and... Or Pugsley was always, like, the normal one. Like, that's the what more seemed, typical child. Yeah, that's what it seemed like in the live-action movies. Yeah. He was always the more typical, the like, and that made I thought that was why Wednesday always wanted to kill him, or was always putting him sense. in these de- 
death traps. But but then with the values one, they just try and kill the baby. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I love the part in that where they're just the Gomez and Morticia. They're just like, "Do you think that because the baby's here, one of them, one of you has to die?" And they're like, "Yes." And Grandma Grandma butts in. She's just like, "No, nope, that's not the way it goes. Not anymore." <laughs> I'm just like, "Damn." Oh. Those uh, those two movies I love so much. Dude, they're not great movies, but they're freaking awesome. They just nail the Adams, in my opinion. And this movie does, too. Yeah. Well, okay, those movies did better. Yeah. But for the most part, I think this movie does nail the actual Adams family. Uh, Wednesday and Parker join in and help everyone out of the wreckage safely with the help from the tree Ichabod. Ichabod, whatever. Uh, as Margot tries to take control once more, her treachery is revealed to the people and Wednesday states that everyone is weird in their own unique way. Yeah, that was kind of forced down your throat. A little bit. <laughs> Margot's agent, Glenn, carries a message from the network stating that her show has been canceled as Fester comes up with a com- compromise. Assimilation civilians realize the error of their ways. Oh my gosh. I hated this scene, dude. So much. I hate it. Yeah, I did too. The, is that like the end of it? Oh, no. There's. Do you want me to finish it? Yeah, just finish okay. it off. After they worked together to rebuild the mansion, the Adams family and Assimilation's civilians live in peace. Margot becomes partners with Fester in selling homes to the other Adams family relatives. Pugsley passes his mazurka as Cousin It takes a picture of the family. I want to touch upon, really quickly before you say what you're going to say, when they first showed the Adams Family House at the end and it was pink, I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. That better not be sticking. But then, like, the whole... Do you not understand what the reference is to that? No. Did, have you not seen the, the pictures of the Adams Family set? No, I didn't. The, so, with the show of the original, or the Adams Family show, yeah, the set, everything was painted pink. Oh. Like everything was because they couldn't use dark colors since the show was in black and white. So that was kind of a nod towards the show and the the house being pink and like. Okay, never mind. I take that back. That's pretty freaking cool. (laughs) Okay, I take that back. I'm sorry. That's cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. that. Pissed Brielle off too. She's like, "Why the hell was the house pink?" (laughs) And I like explained it to her, and she's like, "Oh." Okay. That, okay, that's cool. I, okay, I appreciate that. Okay, I'm gonna shut up now. Yeah, that was just because like the inside was, and I, like I think once, I don't think the show ever went to color. I don't know. It. I don't think it did either. But I mean, like now you can go on and like see like what they would look like in color. Like Pugsley's shirt was actually like blue and white. Like it was it wasn't like actual like black and white striped. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was. Uh, that's cool, right? I, I like that a lot. Yeah, just a, a little nod towards the original. Yeah. I love the little nods. Towards... I did. Best nod, though, is the ending where they oh! do the original theme with the animation, and it's just so fantastic. So good. Oh, I love it. Oh, Although Gomez looks terrifying in some of the yeah. parts. Like, his, like, just smile, and he's, like, snapping. You're just like, okay, can you, like, move away from the camera for me? It worked, though. It did. Because I wa- after... After we saw the movie, we went to Sonic, and I pulled up the original theme song, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Or like the original intro. And he does have that creepy look in his eye. Oh, he does? When he oh. does the snapping. Okay. It's just, it's weird. All right, I'll have to watch it then. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's hear. So, yeah, let's hear. I want to hear this. Because I feel I hated it as much as you did. But... Okay, so yeah. I hated this because, A, the mob freaking, like, they turned a, a leaf so quick. Yeah, they... That might be the biggest 180 I've ever seen in movie history. Yeah, so they just thought that these people were monsters, and then after destroying their house, they're yeah. like, maybe these are real people. They're just a nice family. That's all they are. I'm like, you couldn't have thought of that before you destroyed their house? Yeah, what did you think you guys were doing? Yeah. And, yeah, so that's that switch happened really quick. The switch with Margot happened really freaking quick. Yeah, what's up with, like, Uncle Fester always going for, like, the crazy ones? I don't know. <laughs> Uncle Fester's weird. Uh, first Debbie, now, uh, what's her name again? Margo. Margo. Yeah. Yeah. It, eh, it didn't, didn't sit well with me. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah, and, like, honestly, like, just think, like, would you really, I mean, I know this is like kind of supposed to be like a message like to shove in your head that you shouldn't believe everything you see on online. But honestly, I'm sorry. I'm not going to believe a blog that says like, oh, this is what the Adams family did and all this shit. I'm just like, okay, we've never actually seen them down here. So why the hell am I going to believe some random person? Yeah, dude. One thing that I yelled when she was doing all of that, I was just like, they haven't even been in town long enough to do that, you sheep. Yeah. <laughs> all, all Uncle Fester did was sing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So dumb. Anyway. So how would you rate this story? Because my score for it is not very good. Is it in the 70s? It's not in the 70s. Holy shit. Okay. It's low. 65. It is 65. Dude, it, it, like, yes, the, the Adams Family portions of it, yeah. where it was purely just the Adams Family weird shit, it just doesn't that was perfect. It. Yeah. It was all, like, the, like, you know, the whole, like, instant messaging, posting, all that, like, that story irritated me yeah. to no end. I'm honestly okay with giving it a 65. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you on that one. <laughs> Uh okay, what about the writing? Everything great with the everything was great with the Adams, uh townspeople. Uh I mean I get what they're you know, they were just stereotyping them, but still the lines were kinda Dude, my my grade for the writing is lower than the story. Sixty? <laughs> yeah. And it's because a lot of the the weird funky dialogue when they were reading the stuff. Yeah. It was so dumb. Yeah. Like they were just making up shit. <laughs> like no one was saying anything about the Adams family. Then this one rando posts something and like yeah, we know it's Margot. Yeah. But this but one like, rando honestly, posts something and they're like, "I heard they did this." And I'm like, "Shut up. The no funniest, you didn't." The funniest part is the only reason that's that this movie like honestly like has a story is just because the um what did you say fades away? From like that makes the Adams family Oh, the uh, fog. Yeah, the fog disappears and Margot thinks it's an eyesore. Yeah. 
that that that's the only reason the story exists. Exactly. So I can honestly give it a sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, this movie's is dying so far. Yeah. Here's the only thing where, that's gonna save it is the the acting. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're gonna grade Obviously, all of the atoms. Yeah. So, Gomez, Morticia, Wednesday. Well, you said you don't want to grade grandma. Yeah, not grandma. So, not all Okay, whatever. <laughs> Just saying. She is considered a main atoms, in my opinion. Uh, not to me. Well, so suck it. <laughs> so, we're going to grade Gomez, Morticia, Wednesday, Pugsley, Uncle Fester, Margot Needler, and Parker Needler. Because those were the two that had the most lines yeah so I mean, first off what about lurch i mean come on the guy just gave the best performance ever that is true <laughs> yeah but not enough like normal dialogue yeah okay the Sorry, song me... freaking hilarious that was very funny <laughs> <laughs> i i have to admit i i was laughing pretty hard with dude that. when he was like getting ready to sing i was like okay what the hell are they doing with this and then they did the high pitch like yeah i was like oh my god I thought it was also cool how Thing was teaching Lurch how to like do the Adams Family theme on the piano. Yeah, like they were like creating it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty. I think it went on maybe a little a tad. Too yeah, long. I'll give you that. But still, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So first off, we're going to talk about Gomez, play or voiced by Oscar Isaac. He was fantastic. He was. I don't think I had any issues with him. No, I didn't either. Uh. 95? I think 95. Cool. Like, I don't think his performance was perfect. No, but... But it was overall it was solid. He, yeah, he did a very good job. All right. Moving on to Morticia, voiced by Charlize Theron. She was really good as well. She was too... Like, the... I thought the accent was going to bother me. It, it it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, it didn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. She did it really good. Like she I had did. a hard time hearing Charlize Theron. Yeah, like all I of did these, too. except for Chloe, or except for Wednesday and Pugsley. I had a hard time hearing. Honestly, the only one that I could definitely tell it was him was uh, Finn Wolfhard as Pugsley. I actually, I didn't really see a lot of Chloe a lot. Like she, she didn't really hide her voice, but I don't know. I just really only saw Wednesday. Okay, fair mm. enough. So Morticia, I think she's on par with she Gomez. Is. I think maybe a little lower. A little lower. Yeah. So what are you thinking? Like ninety three. I can do ninety three. Okay. All right. Moving on to Wednesday, voiced by Chloe Grace Moretz. She did a great job. She did a really good job. I you... do think she's a tad lower than Morticia, though. I I can agree. It's like ninety. I could do 91. Okay. I'll give you a 91. Okay, this is where we're going to oh, be this at is, war. Oh, this is going to be a freaking... Because Caleb... Okay, so like when he... Because fr- I asked him after I saw I'm like, what did you think of, you know, the the cast? And he's just like, the only one that I had a problem with was Finn Wolfhard as Pugsley. And I actually thought Finn Wolfhard did a great job. Uh, he I, didn't. I loved his voice as Pugsley. Dude, no. Y- yes. His voice... His voice... I still cannot like whenever I so I, I can look at the the images of 
Gomez, Morticia, and Wednesday, yeah. and be able to visualize their voice in my head. I can't do that with Pugsley. <laughs> his damn voice doesn't match his look. I disagree. I think it does. Bullshit. <laughs> Everyone has different opinions. Well, your opinion's wrong. <laughs> Dude, his... Like, even his animation. I loved how he looked. Okay, it wasn't the look. It wasn't, like, the, the, the character design that I had issues with. Yeah. It was how, like, a, the animation, like, some of his lines didn't match up with his voice. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Well, I, I did. <laughs> I think you just hate Finn Wolfhard. I do not hate Finn Wolfhard. I think he's an amazing actor. I love him in Stranger Things and in It. Both of them. And I'm sure we're going to love him in Ghostbusters. Is he in Ghostbusters? Yeah, you didn't know that? Sweet. Where have you been? I don't know. Did we talk about that? I don't know if we did, actually. But come on, it's Ghostbusters. You should know this. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> no, he did not do a good job as <laughs> yes, Pugsley. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. If the char- Okay, I will give you this. If the character design for Pugsley was, a li- was different... Yeah. Because Finn Wolfhart does not, cannot play younger than Chloe Grace Moretz. His voice is deep as shit now. <laughs> like, maybe season one. Like, season one definitely could play Pugsley. Season two, Finn Wolfhart couldn't. Mm, like, borderline. <laughs> but no. season three? Yeah. Like, mid-season, or post-season three, pre-season four, well, Finn I mean, Wolfhard we don't cannot. know when he filmed his lines. That's the thing. What? We don't know when he filmed his lines. Or recorded his lines. Okay, well, anything after season two of Stranger Things is iffy. (laughs) And it was past the point of being (laughs) iffy. It did not work for me. It worked for me. I think he did a great job. Eh. His voice was too deep for Pugsley. So, I'm sorry, I'm not letting you talk me below 70. Actually, Fine, I, I'll go wait, 70. No, 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 you already said no, 70. No, you already said 70, no, asshole. 75. No, you already said 70. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I'm taking that back. No, you can't take that back. Yeah, you already said 70, you dick. <laughs> You're not grading him that low. You gave Chloe Grace Mertz a 91. Yeah, because she was good. <laughs> so was Finn Wolfhard. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Not as good as Chloe Grace Moretz, dude. Yeah, she was better, but he's not 20 points lower. Yeah. I'm not giving you 75. I'll Sev- give you 72. 74. I'll give you 73. 74. No. Nope. Take it or leave it. No. <laughs> Take it or leave it. No, bullshit. Take it or leave it or I walk. <laughs> bullshit. You don't think I won't do it? <laughs> Dude. No. I can't. 73 like- and a half. Have we Fine, ever, you dick. Have we ever actually done a half on this? No, we have not. First. <laughs> Wait a minute. What if I get Brielle to come and like help grade? Okay, deal. Brielle! We need you. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. Whoops. Sorry. As Pugsley. How was he? I'm thinking 70. Ha! Told you. I'm at a 70. He's only going to give me a 73 and a half. Would you go any higher than that? Damn it. <laughs> Told you. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> 73. 
and a half. 73 and a half? Yeah. Fine. No, we're not almost done. What did I do? Ah, damn it, woman. <laughs> Caleb. My lights. Power out works. I'm not in trouble. Ew. Ew. Caleb is in trouble. <laughs> I am in a lot of trouble. <laughs> All right. Can we keep seven. that in? Because that's a funny outtake. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Next I up. I hate you. I shouldn't have said 70. I should have said 80. <laughs> you probably would have kept talking me down, though. I would have anyway. talked you down. Yeah. So. All right. Next we got <laughs> Uncle Fester, played by Nick Kroll. Thinking sixty. I'm just kidding. Oh no, I'm kidding. I think he's higher than Pugsley for sure. Honestly, he's lower for me, but that's just me. I don't know. Nick Kroll's high pitched voice didn't really sometimes fit with Uncle Fester. It was just the upbeat attitude. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. It didn't really fit with Fester. Yeah. Like Fest Fester isn't really like a negative person, but he's not really like happy. I mean, kind of was announced family values. Mm. When you know, like you finally found love, and then she tried to kill his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. Yeah, I don't know. I think he. I'd say seventy-five, eighty, maybe. I'd honestly give him seventy-five. 75? Yeah. Okay, I can do 75. In my mind, though, Finn Wolfhard is higher than him. Well, your mind is wrong. <laughs> the official Albro score is set in stone. <sighs> not if I secretly hack it and change it. <laughs> Which I'm not capable of doing. I don't know how to do that. You have access to the, the folder. That's true, I do. <laughs> That wasn't even like an evil laugh. That was like a giggle. I know it was. <laughs> All right. Uh Margot Needler voiced by Allison Janney. I mean, Allison Janney was really good. I just I did I honestly just hated the character. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> so like, like that was my issue with her. Honestly, just because of Allison Janney, I'd like give her like a 60 and that's being nice. That's just because of Janny. Okay, well, like performance-wise. Okay, perform- okay performance-wise, maybe a 65. That's as high as I'll go. I'll give you that one. Okay. I can't really, it's make, not a- her- I can't really make that argument. It's not her... It's not um, Alice and Janny's fault. It's just the way the character's written. Right. Um. All right. Last we got Parker Needler, voiced by Elsie Fisher. I don't even think it's fresh. Or what do you uh, think? Like sixty? I think she was meant to play annoying. True. Okay. So. And it is Ellie Fisher, and I I, I really like her as an actress. So I I would probably give her maybe a little higher than. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I'd say 65 for her, yeah, too. Yeah, I would, too. All right. And that brings our score, or acting grade, to a 
Yeah, this movie is really getting demolished. <laughs> it's because they didn't focus on like the Adams family. Yeah. It's like they focused on this side story that no one really cared about. Yeah. I didn't give two shits about it. Alright, next up, character development. Who should we grade with this one? I don't know if you really can grade any of them. That is true. I mean, the only ones I can think of really is just Wednesday, because she's the only one that, you know, like, she wants to, you know, venture out, but then, you know, once she sees, like, what these people are trying to do to her family, she's just like, I'm the only one that gets to torment my family like that. I mean, uh, you could argue, honestly, sometimes with Pugsley because he's just afraid of not being able to um, live up to his dad's standards. So it's really just Pugsley and Wednesday that actually like see their characters go anywhere. That's true. So maybe we could gr- grade them as a duo. Okay. Um, yeah, Pugsley started off as like not really knowing his place. Yeah, I felt. He did. It was a lot like he was very focused on explosives and everything, and Gomez wanted him to be a swordsman. Mm-hmm. He wanted him to be just like every other Adams that came yeah. before him. And I think he didn't really care about that at yeah. first. And then he started growing into, like, okay, this is something I need to take a little bit more serious. I mean, what I did appreciate Adams. is, because I feel like they kind of went, they went like not the obvious route of him like actually being able to master it. I'm glad that they took the route that's just like, you know what, Dad, I can't do this. I'm sorry, I'm not an actual Adams. But then, you know, Gomez is like, no, it doesn't matter, you know, what you are, son, you're still an Adams to everybody. And I like the whole like what does this whole thing mean or what does it represent? He's yeah. Like protecting your family and mm-hmm. he's like, Well, protect them how you know how to. Yeah, exactly. And then it was like the whole explosive thing. That was great. That was very cool. I really liked that. So I like that that kind of growth. And I think that showed a little bit of growth with Gomez too. It did. Kind of realizing like there's more than one way to protect your family. Yeah. Um, with Wednesday, like you said, she did have a lot of like that rebellious which girl. i mean you expect yeah because it's wednesday yeah she like her whole thing is of tormenting her but i mean family. i did appreciate that yeah i did appreciate the ending she's just like you know what no one's allowed to torture my family like this except for me yeah or torment not torture yeah so overall the character development wasn't like super great it with wasn't, either of them but you know like it went directions that I'm glad that they went. I'm glad they didn't take like the the typical route. Yeah. I would say so. I think it was maybe one of the better parts of all of this. It was, I agree. So I would say maybe in the eighties. Yeah, I can give you that. So eighty? Yeah, eighty. Alright. Moving on to music. So this one's out of ten. Okay, the only, the only thing, the only ones that I'm remembering are, you know, like the classic Adams Family theme at the ending, and then the, um, what's like the song called? Um, the Everybody Hurts song? Oh, no, I was thinking like the You Shouldn't Mess With Me, because if you mess with me, you're messing with my family or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know the name of that song, I though. I, know, I think you said you hated it. It was just the the one that was post, like, the original intro. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do, 
you heard it uh though another time in the movie though, right? I don't when remember. uh when Pugsley is trying to get everybody out of the house while exploding everything, it's playing in the background. Okay. Yeah. So it, so it, it worked, worked for, for that the, scene. Yeah, it definitely worked for that. But I would agree with you. It's like very abrupt, like right after the original theme ends. Yeah. So I didn't like that. Um, but I thought it did fit in well for when Pugsley is trying to get everybody out of the mansion. Yeah. I don't think it had a very memorable score. It did Like this no. movie, but I felt like it was very like that Halloween-y feel. Yeah, it, it definitely and was. I think a lot of like the organ playing, a lot of the like, like I said, Halloween sounding yeah. music. Really, but quick. nothing's like stood out. Like it was yeah. But I feel overall it was pretty it good. It was. I enjoyed it. So I'm sorry. What is music out of again? Out of ten. Like seven. That's what I was thinking too. Really quickly, I just want because. I don't. It didn't think of me being this be like the Adams way when Morticia asked Lurch to dust the house. I thought that was so funny that you know he you know wipes his finger across something and it's fully clean. Just takes out the vacuum is just <laughs> dust in the hole. I'm like that's fun. Okay, that's funny, dude. That was the, great. <laughs> like that's the Adams family shit that you want to see. Yeah. Like when she said go dust the house, I was just like, what? Yeah. I'm like. like that doesn't and then when it like when I saw that I was like, This is great <laughs> Like the opening sequence up until it started getting into the story like the main story. Yeah. That's where I lost where it lost yeah. me. Up until that point it was great just it seeing was. all of the like that fun like shit. like when uh like the voice every morning is just like get out and she's just like, Oh, you're so cranky when you've ha- haven't had your morning coffee, aren't you? Just pours yeah. it down the toilet better. That was pretty funny. Or when she has her head out the window and then pulls it in and yeah. slams down, and she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> nice try." <laughs> that was very funny. All right, uh, effects. So this one's back to being out of a hundred. So are we? This is like kind of like animation, isn't it? Yeah. So okay. like, yeah, when it's animated, this is more animation okay. effects. The atoms looked great. Right. I loved the animation on the Adams family. The townspeople. Wow. Felt lazy. Felt very lazy. Very, very lazy. Like I feel like I saw a lot of the same looking. Yeah, I think so characters. too. Yeah. And I think maybe I think you can justify that. Like I, I don't like justifying it, but I think you could justify it by saying like Oh yeah, they're all the same. That's kind of yeah. Blah, blah, you're, blah, that's kind of like the like, point yeah. that they're trying to get across. But still, um, so I feel like the only reason, like, what saves the animation for me is how well they made the Adams family look. I don't agree with that. So is that a hundred, right? Yeah. Something like eighty. I can do eighty. Okay. I actually may be willing to go a little higher. Okay. Because I'm, I did okay really like the. The designs for the other Adams family, yeah, like the rest of the family. That was so cool. I did appreciate. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I can be talked up to f- because of that. But do we want to go eighty-five or maybe like in the middle? I'm thinking eighty-three. Okay, I can give it that. All right. Next up, we got costumes. So this kind of has to go, kind of goes side and side, hand in hand with the character design. Okay. 
Um, I liked basically everything that they did. Yeah. I just didn't like the look of the townspeople. Yeah. <laughs> That's the it. Townspeople were, were really lazily done. Yeah. But Adam's family looked fantastic. Yeah, they were great. So, what are you thinking with costumes? You want to give it the same grade? 83? So, this is out of 10. Oh, sorry. I, I need to, like, slide music over. You're good. Uh, maybe, like, like a, I'm at, like, a 7 or an 8. I'll do a 7, because okay. I think the townspeople... Like, yeah, it kind of drags kind it of, down. Like, they definitely... Like, they get points, definitely, for the Adams Family... They get points, like a few more points for the extended family, and then they lose a lot for the townspeople. Yeah, I agree. All right, and then an overall genre grade. So this is an animated family film. This is one that I wouldn't mind showing a uh, like a younger child. I wouldn't. I feel this is definitely a really good way to introduce um, a child to the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Um. Except I do have some problems with it. Um, another problem I'm going to bring up was, uh, like I told you, I don't understand why we needed to play a rap song when uh, Cousin It is being introduced. Because it was voiced by Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, but everything with the Adams is great. It's just the rest of it kind of just drags it down. But it does. this, w- I, th- I still think this would be a very good way to introduce a new generation to the Adams family. I agree. So, uh, I'm at like, I'm at like a, I don't know if I want to go as high as 80, but I'm at like a 75 or maybe a little higher than that. Like a 76? Yeah, I I would say about that. I can do that one for sure. Okay. All right. And that concludes this breakdown of the Adams Family. And our final grade for it is... A C. That's uh, that's absolutely what I would give this movie. That is what Chris Stuckman gave this movie too. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's it's a it's a stronger C. Okay. So the yeah, so anything. So a C plus is a seventy six percent. Okay. And ours is seventy five point four five percent. Okay. Yeah, it's it's definitely a C. It's a yeah, strong C. So it's a, yeah, it's on the stronger side, almost a C plus, but not quite there. Okay. And so that puts it kind of in line with Dark Phoenix. Oh, actually, it's above Dark Phoenix. Okay, I was gonna say. Sorry, my mouse was covering the minus. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it is not as bad as Dark Phoenix. Yeah. So it is. It's above Dark Phoenix but below Aladdin. I can agree with that, actually. I I enjoyed Aladdin more than this. Yeah, I do, too. All right. Yeah, I, I uh, other C movies. Unfriended was another C movie. All right. And then we've... A lot of these other movies we haven't done the new format for, so we need to get on that. Yeah, we do. We need to come up with like a time on like when we do those. Honestly, I feel like every week when we meet up, we should just do like five, like rate five movies. I'm down. Okay. And then if it's like later, like we had to record tonight. Yeah. Maybe just do it throughout the day. Yeah. Works for me. 
Cool. Uh so yeah. So see. So it's not it's not a bad movie at all. No, it's not. It's just a lot of things hold it back from being I feel a good Adams family adaption. Right. Yeah. I think this is definitely a really good Halloween movie. This oh, is yeah. one that I would take a younger child to. Yeah. Because it doesn't have anything like it doesn't have any creepy elements. Yeah, there's really not anything scary. Yeah, I think like the scariest thing is like this weird stare that you get from Wednesday when she's talking about yeah. the the bully. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, other than that, yeah, other than that, it's it's, it's a fun film. It like, is. I had a good time. The I humor was on point. It's just the story is what killed it for mm-hmm. me. Yep, absolute same. Uh, so yeah, so I think that concludes this breakdown. Unless you got anything else to add about the whole movie? No. I don't think so. Just, you know, you're a Pugsley hater. (laughs) (laughs) You're biased. Maybe so. (laughs) Dude, that was, I feel like that was one of our more intense arguments. That was very intense. (laughs) It's freaking awesome. Like, Brielle had to be called in for this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a freaking tiebreaker. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more of our arguments in the future you can subscribe to us on itunes google play stitcher iHeartRadio, radio public spotify or anywhere else you can find a podcast uh you can also check out all of our content every episode gets released on youtube new videos will be headed your way soon we actually recorded this one yeah so we're i not 100% certain we're releasing this one. We'll see. This yeah. might just be like a test episode, but yeah. we'll see. I mean, we might release it just for fun. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> um, But yeah. uh, So we might start doing that. So look forward to that. Uh, if you guys want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all bros. Or we are on Twitter and Instagram. Our handles are at the all bros. Uh, if you want to email us a recommendation or if you want to send us anything from our website, you can email us at channel at gmail.com or you can check out our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash thealbros. And I actually recently updated that. Yeah. Yeah. I took out the, the hunting competition. Uh, okay. Like I took that out so you can like view our most recent video instead like f- full screen and i think i added another page sweet i i think yeah i have to, i i added a, another page i think it's like our social media and everything oh, okay cool so you can like view all that from our website nice yeah i'm not a great designer of stuff <laughs> better than me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so if you have a movie you want us to break down a showdown under yet a showdown idea (laughs) a topic for us to do a dreamcast on which brielle actually gave us a good one Ooh, a live action monster house yes i am so down right oh yeah so you can email us or message us on social media if you want us to do that um and yeah so we would love to I think hear I already know guys. who I'm casting as Chowder who Jeremy Ray Taylor Which one's he Be- uh, Ben 
Ben from it. Ooh. I could see him pulling off comedy like that. Okay, I was actually thinking about this one too. I would cast Oh shit, what's his name? From Good Boys. Not Thor or Jacob Tremblay. Oh, the I forget one. his name. Ooh, that's a good choice too. <laughs> Damn it, cuz yeah, he's proven that he can do really good at comedy. Ooh. That is a really good choice. Dude, should this be our next week? I'm down. Let's do it. Sweet. All right. Well, <laughs> next week we're going to be doing a monster or a live action monster house dreamcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. So I look forward to that next week. And until then, I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We'll catch you guys next time. Deuces. So long. Not bad. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs>